Hi, I'm Luna Wild, and this is Project Slut with Wild Times, your podcast for everything BDSM and kink. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Wild Times. I hope everyone's had a great week. I say this every week, but I really do. I really do hope that everyone's having a great October so far. And today's episode is going to be about chastity because it's October, but if you're a dom, it's also known as Locktober, which is really, really fun. So let's get into it. This is one of my personal favorite kinks because it's something that I do quite regularly in my paid professional dom work. So basically, I'm a key holder, which we're going to get into all the technical terms later. But yeah, I'm a key holder for quite a few subs and they're not just based in Perth. They're not just based in Australia either. Like I have keys for subs all over the world. This is definitely one of my absolute favorites. It's a kink and a bit of a fetish as well. It kind of blends together and we're going to break down the difference between how it's a kink and how it's a fetish and how it drifts between the two. So the dictionary definition of chastity means the condition of not having sex and abstaining from any sexual activity. So you're denying yourself sexual pleasure or release. When it comes to BDSM specifically, it becomes a little bit more than that. And how chastity in BDSM differs from chastity in say like quote unquote normal relationships is that there is the implementation of equipment like a cage like a belt whereas chastity in quote-unquote normal relationships or vanilla relationships generally are just a choice it's just an abstinence from sex or sexual pleasure so like i said before chastity drifts between being a kink and a fetish quick refresher A kink is a sexual behavior or a practice that it falls outside the standard sexual practices. So obviously chastity isn't an everyday sexual thing that 99% of people do. And a fetish refers to a specific object, whether it's sexual or non-sexual body part or a behavior that has to be present for someone to achieve sexual arousal or enjoyment. So that would be the denial aspect for increased sexual arousal and release. So you can see how chastity kind of melts a kink and a fetish together. It's so cool. I really love chastity. I really love putting my subs in cages. It's such an intense form of power play. And it really gives me control of my sub in so many different ways there's the aspect of being literally unable to orgasm unless i say so unless i allow them so it's like their body and their arousal and their release is completely in my control and when it comes to chastity the way that i do it with my subs is very dependent on the sub like it changes from submissive to submissive Some of them want to be in cages for weeks, sometimes just a day, sometimes a couple of days, sometimes they want to try and be in chastity for months. It just depends on the sub themselves. One thing I will say though is that hygiene plays a massive part in this, like hygiene and safety. So there's always the aspect of 
having to remove a chastity device so that a sub can actually clean themselves properly for example like you don't want to be keeping that on for ages and just you your junk getting stanky like no that's just not good it's not healthy it's not hygienic also you can do damage to the nerves in your junk if you keep a cage on for too long and i'm not out here trying to ruin anybody's body so yes that is a huge thing to be taken into consideration when either putting yourself in chastity or putting someone else in chastity like these are the things that you have to consider so one form of chastity is where it's a penis locked in a cage pretty straightforward cages can be silicon plastic or metal like aluminium stainless steel that kind of thing they all come in different sizes and it's specifically designed to prevent full erections or like using your dick for sex basically and for those with a vagina there's chastity devices in the form of a belt and these also come in many different materials and sizes so my recommendation is always pick the one that feels comfortable for you to use because even though it is kind of an, an uncomfortable experience you still want to be somewhat comfortable you don't want to be causing like unnecessary damage you don't want to cause like chafing or rashes or actually restrict blood flow to your bits because that's just dangerous and you can cause lasting damage and that is not what bdsm is about not at all so i would say for someone that wants to try chastity try getting a few different models or go online and google what the best chastity devices are for someone with your body like research is never a bad thing and the more knowledge you have the more options and choices you have the more likely you are to find something that actually works for you so it's really quite easy to find chastity devices it's just going to be about finding the one that's perfect for you and if you're a sub just ask your dom if you have one about what they would recommend because that's what happens with me i have subs that want to try chastity and they ask me which ones have my other subs used and then i'll send them a link to certain websites or places where they can get these chastity devices and they go and do that also it's about like taking your measurements and things like that that's what i recommend as well is get your measurements especially if it, for those of you with a dick get your measurements and then you can pick a device that's actually going to suit you and your body so where was i completely lost my train of thought <laughs> so while locked up like obviously those in chastity they can't masturbate or orgasm and the cage itself can only be unlocked and removed by the designated key holder which is what i brought up before so your key holder is your dom or someone that you trust or yourself even you can be your own key holder if you're just getting into it but basically it's exactly what it sounds like the person who holds your key and they're the one who decides when you can take your chastity device off 
sometimes I honestly have to argue with my subs to get them to take it off because they don't want to because they think that they're going to be like a shit sub or something stupid like that if they take off their chastity device before a certain number of days or weeks or whatever and I'm just out here like no you need to look after yourself you need to like wash your bits babe like don't be doing stupid shit trying to impress me that's just dumb so key holders have the power over their subs and especially because we're in October now and like I said before it's locktober a lot of subs will try and push themselves to be in chastity for the entire month which is not something I would recommend if you're just starting out if you're an experienced user of chastity devices then I would say that that is probably pretty safe and that you'll know your limits and you'll know what your body can handle but if you're just getting into it if you're like baby chastity device user like you're just getting into it just dipping your toes in don't try and go for a month long like 31 days of being locked up that is just a lot to put your body through so it's like just start slow just ease yourself into it maybe wear it while you're at work or wear it for a couple of hours around the house and build your like tolerance and just getting used to having this thing on your body get used to that feeling and then it's less likely to be as jarring to one your body but also your mental state because this is a very very intense form of denial and I'm referring specifically to people with dicks because it's like you literally can't get hard like the cage will stop you from getting hard like whatsoever so it's a lot to deal with if you're not used to it and I've had a lot of subs say to me before that it's a really amazing feeling but it's a really intense feeling that they've never actually experienced before so just take your time with it like you don't need to dive in the deep end and be the best of the best of the best chastity like denied little sub ever like don't don't try and do that you're just gonna like you're just going to damage yourself or injure yourself so when like and also when you're picking a key holder as a sub if you're if you're not your own key holder i would really like make sure it's someone you absolutely trust because you are giving them the literal key to your chastity device and if if it's not someone that you trust if it's someone that's just gonna fuck with you and be like oh well you can't take it off because i'm bored or xyz like yeah that can be hot in a fantasy kind of way but if this person doesn't actually have your best interests underneath the domination don't fuck with them because it's just not safe it's not safe it's not going to be fun for you so it's like you know how like subs have to earn the right to be collared or owned by a dom it's like the whole like 180 a dom really should earn the right and the trust of a sub in order to become a key holder like the subs that i have in Perth, in Australia, around the world that have sent me their keys are subs of mine that have been my 
subs, my slaves, whatever you want to call them, for months at least, but most of them years. Yeah. I'm like trying to think about all of them and I'm like, yeah, it's always been at least a year before I will be someone's key holder because you have to get to know the person like you as like the sub has to get to know the dom and the dom has to get to know the sub and how you guys communicate and how you interact and what each other wants from this interaction from this play from this (coughs) from this denial like all that stuff you have to get to know each other in this ds relationship that you guys now have And it's like, there's so many reasons why people do chastity. So it's also about finding out like why your sub or why you as a sub want to do chastity, like why you want to experience it, because it can improve sex drive and the denial of orgasms can improve mental focus. Like the first couple days, it's probably going to be hell, which is kind of fun for me. I love that aspect of it. But And I mean, when I say I love the aspect of it, I mean, I love inflicting that on my subs. I'm not one for chastity. No, no one denies me. I deny everyone else. Thank you very much. (laughs) So it creates like this feeling, I guess, of exhilaration and ownership of the submissive with their dom or their owner or their key holder. And there's so much fun to be had with tease and denial because it creates this more powerful DS or dominant submissive dynamic between the two parties and the dominant completely entirely controls the sexual release and pleasure of the submissive which means it's when they want if they want for as long as they want then you can bring in things like ruined orgasms or orgasm denial edging things like that and it just creates this really big build up to absolutely nothing quite a lot of the time that's one of my favorite things to do is it's just like and build up all this tension and then you get no release and build up all this tension and you still get no release and it's this mind game almost it becomes like this excitement of like oh will she let me this time will she let me this time and power play like power play and knowing someone else has control over an aspect of your life It can be such an exciting feeling. I've had subs of mine say that it also plays into like the subservience aspect of BDSM and that they feel like they're really being a good submissive when they're in chastity, when they're not able to come, where their orgasms aren't their own in a way. It's like I have control over this aspect of their life even when I'm not there, even when I'm not talking to them. They say that it brings this sense of connection to me even when we're not interacting like it's as if like my presence is always felt because I'm their key holder and also like some of my subs say that it's on that like same wavelength it creates this feeling of like enclosure like because the entire area is in a literal cage and so it creates this feeling of like I don't know, a metallic hug for their dick, I guess. Because some of my subs say this to me, I'm just like, that is really different. I never even thought of that. Like, my subs are out here teaching me shit sometimes, which I absolutely love. And honestly, some submissives really enjoy that feeling, that, like, being enclosed, kind of like a protective thing, I guess. 
And for some men as well, there's a feminization aspect that they really enjoy. They feel like, you know, quote unquote, less of a man because they're unable to use their dick and they have to sit down to pee. So it really messes with that perceived masculinity that we have in Western society. Like, it can be very freeing, ironically, for some subs to be locked in chastity. They find it like a release of these forced ideas of masculinity and what a man should be and they just feel this release from all the pressure of their day-to-day life even though they're not getting release of the pressure of like sexual arousal and this is these are honestly like all these things that i'm listing right now they're all the reasons why i love this like it is so fun for me because i'm kind of a control freak and it's fun for them because of the subservience or because of the feeling of feminization or the freeing feeling, like whatever it is, everyone in the interaction is having a great time. And for me, when the subs get to take their cages off, when it's not for like hygiene and cleanliness and health reasons, is like they've completed all their required tasks that week. So, like, if the relationship includes financial domination, then they have to pay me to take off their cage and they have to pay me if they want to come and they have to do all these things. They have to jump through all these hoops, basically, tick off all these boxes in order to be able to have that release. And this style of interaction and play with all of my subs, but especially with the interstate and international subs, it requires a lot of trust. I talked about that earlier, but it's like they trust that I will acknowledge their need for sexual release and also be aware of their need for personal hygiene and physical safety. I'm going to go on about this a lot, but I also trust that they're not going to unlock their cage without my express permission. (coughs) They're not going to be like, oh no, I didn't unlock my cage I promise with their fingers crossed behind their back like there's none of that shit and it's in a personal relationship sense like moving away from the BDSM side of things I mean whether you have a BDSM driven relationship or you're just exploring chastity this is a form of intense denial and it can increase sexual energy because sex becomes more emotionally driven rather than just leading from the purely physical and it encourages passion and a deeper connection with your partner like the amount of times that I've heard stories of people in chastity and because their own arousal and sexual pleasure is literally denied they just focus all of that on their partner and so everyone involved starts having like really amazing connections sexually and really amazing sex just in general and it just it just leads to this stronger bond with the person and being aroused and wound up constantly only to be denied it means that when you finally get that moment of release whether it's by yourself or with a lover like you're not gonna ever forget that that's gonna be the most incredible feeling so 
like I kept saying, like I keep saying, I just keep reiterating it because for me it's so important. There is so much nuance that goes into chastity. And the most important part, which I touched on before, is finding the correct device for you and for your body. You want a snug fit, but you don't want to restrict blood flow or pinch nerves in the area because that can cause serious and lasting damage. So you need to take into account how you're going to sleep with it on, how you'll pee with it on. So like I said before, boys have to sit down and most belts have to be taken off for toilet time. So it does change between the two. So like chastity cages, sit down. Chastity belts, honey, you got to take it off unless there's like some of them will have like a, a hole at the front for you to pee through. So there's that too, but it just depends on the model that you get. And you want to keep the area clean, like you want to keep your junk clean and you also want to keep the chastity device clean and just make sure that you're like trimming any pubic hair around there because, oh my God, that getting pubic hair stuck in a chastity cage, I've heard this firsthand from one of my subs and even though I giggle, I was like, oh fuck babe, that would have hurt so bad literally getting like all this pubic hair like caught in the little hinge like oh no thank you I'm not about that so just trim it up make it nice and neat I'm not telling anybody to shave here or be hairless but just make sure that nothing's gonna get caught in any of the mechanisms of the cage and I would also say with hygiene if you're wearing your device for a long time like for an extended period of time, prolonged period of time, you should be taking it off at least once a week, but minimum every couple of days just to make sure that everything's clean, everything's healthy and in pretty much working order. Because fun fact, using a chastity device for a prolonged period of time actually affects the way that your dick works. So because you are not able to get like full blood flow like complete erections happening while you're wearing the cage your dick can get smaller like i've had so many subs of mine be like yep my dick is officially small now because i've been wearing this chastity cage for so long or i've been engaging in chastity for so long that being said it's not a permanent thing so if that's something that you're worried about as a sub like oh fuck I'm going to mess with my dick. It's going to be small. It was already small to begin with. I don't have much to go with here. Stop using chastity for a little bit. Like, don't use any cages, nothing. And it will eventually go back to normal. That being said, just letting you know so no one freaks out here. But yeah, you want to make sure that you're clean and it's hygienic because you don't want to be doing any lasting damage. Now, this is definitely not a kink that I would recommend people try without a serious amount of research beforehand. I said that earlier in the episode, but I'm just going to reiterate it here, especially coming off the back of the hygiene and safety stuff. Because if what I just said then doesn't make you go, oh, shit, maybe I should research this before I get into it. Research this before you get into it, honestly. Like experiment with it find a device that you like try it for a couple of hours like I said before 
and build up your time from there like no one is saying go zero to a hundred or you're a shit sub no and if anyone does say that to you not a good dumb that's fake dumb energy i'm not here for it no thank you i'm just gonna put this out there for the subs that are listening doesn't matter whether you're male or female non-binary trans like any sub if you have a dom that doesn't have your best interests at heart underneath all the domination get rid of them it is not a sub's job to do whatever the fuck a dom wants to do without any regard for their personal safety and their personal health whether that's physical mental or emotional health if your dom is not giving you aftercare and pre-care in some way like whether you guys have agreed on okay this is how we're gonna do it or whether it's just you know session by session or if you guys have a 24 7 ds relationship if there's no understanding that this is not just one person being domineering over the other and the sub feels like they have to do fucking anything and everything that their dom says that is not healthy that is not safe that is not fun find a better dom because that is fake dom energy and that is a fucking red flag that is like the biggest red flag ever subs coming to me being like oh this dom said that they would just push my boundaries and whatever no unless that's something that you guys have talked about unless that's something that you as the sub asked for like hey these are my boundaries but i'd like to know how far i can go i'd like to push them a little bit no we are here for safe bdsm practices and that means having doms that actually care about you maybe i'm just sentimental but that's me that's how i operate as a dom especially when it comes to chastity man like this is something that's very intense on the body and on the mind so if you don't have a dom that is actually going to look out for you don't do it just do it by yourself just do chastity by yourself for a little bit see how you like it and then maybe you'll find a dom that you like that you gel with that you trust because that's the big thing bdsm in every aspect is always about trust so that is my summary of chastity i hope you guys enjoyed it i feel like i've just been rambling at you for the last like 20 minutes but that's okay it's a wednesday it's hump day my brain is officially turned off already but yep there goes my brain (laughs) if you have any further questions on this week's topic or if you want to request a topic of your own that you want to hear more information about, you can always message me on Instagram. My handle is Luna triple underscore wild. I hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode. I hope it was fun and you learned something. Maybe it got you a little bit interested in trying chastity. Maybe for yourself. Maybe for one of your subs. Maybe, maybe it's just a fun party topic. Like, bring this up at the next party you go to that's just full of vanilla people just for shits and giggles. I dare you. It's, man, talking about my dom work, (laughs) it will never not make me happy. But anyway, stay safe, stay sexy. I love you all and I'll be back soon. Bye.